Hey church, this is Pastor Brett with your midweek connection for Wednesday, October 12th, 2022. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for giving some time today to uh, hear what some of the announcements are here at the Mission Church. Um, and I have ex- some exciting things to share with you in terms of the announcements, but also a spiritual devotion coming up in a little bit that has to do with my recent trip to Nashville, Tennessee with six guys. And we went to a disciple making forum, um, which was very, very good. And we came back with a lot of things that we were convicted about by the Holy Spirit, things that we want to do personally in our own lives, and a message that I want to share with you. So stay tuned. The spiritual emphasis today is going to be all about disciple making. But first of all, our first announcement that we want to let you know about is that on this coming Thursday, so literally tomorrow night at 6.30 p.m., I'm going to be providing an evangelism training. Now, in this training, you're going to get equipped to share your testimony, to share the gospel, and to understand how you can relate to your neighbors and have a plan to be intentional to engage your neighbors or your coworkers um, in a way where you're intentional about trying to reach them, pray for them, start spiritual conversations. And so the title of the training is Turning Everyday Conversations into Spiritual Conversations. And as a disciple, that's a skill that we all have to learn and grow in. So I want to invite you to come, get equipped, and let me help you engage uh, in your sphere of influence where God has already put you um, and be prepared to do that. And so that's tomorrow night at 6.30 p.m. You can actually RSVP for that in a previous email blast that you've gotten or even in the email that you got today with the Midweek Connection. There's a button you can uh, register for that as well. So please come. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow night. Second, uh, the Caregiver Support Group is hosting another gathering on Sunday, October 23rd at 2 p.m. right here at TMC. And the speaker is going to be Ken Gregerson. And he's going to be sharing his personal experience um, with his wife who had uh, Alzheimer's. And he'll be sharing some various insight and knowledge about caring for someone with Alzheimer's as he has a pretty um, robust experience with that personally. And he's involved in many organizations here locally as well. And so please come. If you have uh, someone in your life who has Alzheimer's or you know someone who does, invite them to come. And this should be a great time of equipping and encourage, uh, encouragement um, as, as you seek to care for those in need. Third, uh, the Circles on Mission is a women's group here at TMC. And they, there's multiple groups, and they meet once a month for Bible study and various things. And so they're starting a new Bible study um, that's going to begin November 10th. And they will meet once a month on the second Thursday of the month. And they're going to be studying the book of Colossians and Philemon. And they're going to be using a study guide by Dr. David Jeremiah. Um, Circles also provide an opportunity for women to serve with our missionaries, pray for our missionaries, stay connected to our missionaries. They help serve with single parent households, our senior saints, and they do a lot of various things throughout the community as well. Um, And so they're, they're a great opportunity if you are a woman that is not connected and you want to get into the word, that would be a great opportunity for you to connect. And so if you want to connect to a circle, uh, put Kathy Campbell's email address on the screen, reach out to her, send her a message, and she can connect you to a circle, and we hope that you will take advantage of that. Lastly, 
Um, the grandparenting simulcast that we are hosting here at TMC is next Friday and Saturday, October 21st and 22nd. The conference is going to be all day, both days from 9 to 4.30 p.m. And the cost is only $69 per person for both days of the conference. Um, that doesn't include if you choose to have the meals provided for you here on site by our team. And I think that'll only be $14 for both days. And so very affordable. And I want to encourage you, if you're a grandparent listening to this, you might be thinking, hey, I don't need that. My grandkids live far away. Or maybe they're older adult grandkids now. Whatever your case is, I just want to encourage you that God's word is very, very clear. That if you are a parent, then you have a responsibility to raise your kids. And if you're a parent that has kids that have grandkids now, you have a responsibility to raise and to disciple and to teach your grandkids as much as possible. We see this in Deuteronomy 4, we see this in Deuteronomy 6, we see this in Psalm 78, and ultimately the Great Commission in Matthew 28 as well. And that's going to be a part of my um, spiritual emphasis for today, so I'm not going to give too much away, but I'm going to speak even more into that in just a minute. And so if you're a grandparent, I'd really like to encourage you to stick around for the spiritual emphasis today as well. But the simulcast is next week. It's $69. You can register online on our website. You can register in the email blast this week, and I'd really like to encourage you to come um, again, we are a disciple-making church trying to equip you to make disciples in your family, and your grandkids are a huge part of that. But as a special invitation to come to the simulcast, um, right now you're going to see a, a video clip from Jane Larson, who is on staff with the Legacy Coalition, which is the organization that puts out the grandparenting simulcast. And she used to be a part of our church, and now she's on staff at Legacy. Her husband, Scott, uh, is the director at Twin Lakes Bible Camp. And I want to show this clip from Jane that was specifically made for us here at TMC um, as an encouragement to come to the simulcast and maybe a few reasons why you should consider that. After Jane's video, we will transition into the spiritual emphasis for the day. So I hope you'll enjoy Jane's video, and then I hope to see you in just a second for the spiritual emphasis. Hello, Mission Church. I'm Jane Larson, and I'm with the Legacy Coalition. I have the blessing of getting to serve as the Director of Connections. I am super excited that you guys are hosting the Legacy Grandparenting Summit for two years in a row. Thank you, thank you. A big shout out to Pastor Brett and Ellen Fisher and all the others involved in your team making it happen. Um, I actually grew up in your church, and so I have a natural affinity, and I'm really glad that you guys get to be part of this. So um, I want to just give you a little encouragement to all the grandparents that every one of you would benefit from going to the summit. And here's why. Think about parenting. When we are parenting our, our children, we have help and support and resources from classes provided at church to books and content. There's so much available for parents. But it's very different with grandparents. And so up until about seven years ago, there were hardly any resources for grandparents and especially for Christian grandparents. So Legacy Coalition has been a big part of helping change that. And so kind of look at this as Grandparenting 101, but even better than that, we have something for grandparenting in every stage of life. So just like the church come along, comes alongside you to help you as parents, as Christian parents, Legacy Coalition and the Summit being held at your church comes alongside you as grandparents to help you understand the role God has for you and how you can best live that out. It is for everyone. If you are brand new at this, my husband and I have been grandparents for 18 months. We have a one and a half year old granddaughter. We've learned so much. It's for grandparents that maybe your, your grandkids are young adults now. Um, you will also have the same impact of inspiration and, and 
encouragement and help and practical application from the variety of speakers and the worship and so much more. It's also for grandparents that, that do not have a perfect situation. Maybe you've got prodigal grandchildren or prodigal children. Maybe you're estranged from your adult children and you don't even have access to your grandchildren. Maybe you are raising your grandchildren, which happens to be the fastest growing family dynamic in America. Maybe you um, have a very sad situation. Whatever the case is, we have content, speakers, encouragement for all of it. Because at the end of the day, God does have purpose for us as grandparents. We are to continue to pass on that legacy of faith to the next generation. It's so much more than just babysitting, having fun with them, um, spoiling them. It's so much more than that. And one of the most simple things we can do that we can all do, and our grandchildren need it desperately, is they need us to go before the Heavenly Father and, and talk to Him on their behalf. So no matter what your story is, you can do that. And we even have um, praying and praying grandparenting as part of our um, conference programming. So I want to end with the final authority, the best authority. That's God's Word. And this is the best reason of all of why every grandparent needs to sign up for the summit, which will be at the end of October. Psalm 78 has quickly become one of my favorite passages. I'm going to start with verse 2. I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter hidden things from of old. What we have heard and known, what our fathers have told, we will not hide them from their children. We will tell the next generation the praiseworthy deeds of the Lord, his power and the wonders he has done. He decreed statues for Jacob and established the law in Israel which he commanded our forefathers to teach their children so the next generation would know them, even the children yet to be born. And they, in turn, would tell their children. They would put their trust in God and would not forget his deeds, but they would keep his commands. That's, that's why we do this. We want our children to know, love, and serve the Lord. We want our grandchildren to know, love, and serve the Lord. And at the end of the day, the most important thing as Christian parents and grandparents is we want to spend eternity with that family with Jesus Christ. And so that's what this is all about, helping to do all that we can to encourage that faith, that strong faith in the generations to come. So I hope you'll join us. I would love to um, know that you were there. Thanks so much. So for our spiritual emphasis today, I'm really excited to share some thoughts with you around the idea that there is a great commission before the great commission. Now, you are likely very familiar with the Great Commission that is found in Matthew 28, 18 through 20. It's the famous New Testament passage where Jesus has just risen from the dead, and he tells the disciples to go into all the world to make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and teaching them to observe all that he has commanded them, and he promises that he will be with them to the very end of the age. So, that's the New Testament Great Commission, and you're probably very familiar with it, but did you know that there are actually Great Commission passages before the New Testament. There are. In fact, there are multiple ones, and I'm going to read to you a couple of them today. Uh, the first one is going to be in Deuteronomy 4, verse 9, and the other one's going to be in Deuteronomy 6, 1 through 9. And so I'm going to read these, and I want you to notice and to look for where you see discipleship and, and teaching of kids and grandkids in both of these passages, which has to do with making disciples. And so let's look at Deuteronomy 4, 9, and then I'll read Deuteronomy 6, 1 through 9. So Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 9 says this. This is Moses speaking on behalf of the Lord, and he says, Only take care and keep your soul diligently, 
lest you forget the things that your eyes have seen, and lest they depart from your heart all the days of your life. Make them known to your children and your children's children. Now Deuteronomy 6, 1 through 9. Now this is the commandment, the statutes, and the rules that the Lord your God commanded me to teach you, that you may do them in the land to which you are going over to possess it, that you may fear the Lord your God, you and your son and your son's son, by keeping all his statutes and commandments which I command you all the days of your life, and that your days may be long. Hear therefore, O Israel, and be careful to do them, that it may go well with you, and that you may multiply greatly as the Lord your God, the God of your fathers, has promised you in a land flowing with milk and honey. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk to them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. So, those are two very important passages, and there are more that we could read. Even Jane uh, has shared uh, a passage from Psalm 78 as well that talks about teaching the next generation and the generation to come. And so I want these, these passages to really sink into your mind and your understanding. That from the very beginning of even the nation of Israel, God was speaking through Moses to his people and telling them how important it was for their parents for the parents to raise up a generation that knows Yahweh, that knows the good deeds of the Lord and will pass on that faith and pass on that message that God is the one true God and that in him is all life and hope. And we have the same charge today. And so the very first thing I just want to bring to your attention to encourage you is that disciple making begins in the home. So if you've got kids at home, parents, um, that is your primary great commission calling, is to disciple your kids. You know, I hear all the time, parents are lamenting at the culture and how it's influencing kids to, to turn away from the church. Or we hear all the time the older generation lamenting that kids and youth and college students are walking away from the faith and they're not coming back to church or they're leaving their faith completely. And we all lament. That is a sad reality. But here's something that we have to wrestle with, church. Why do you think those kids are leaving the faith? Why do you think they're leaving the church? I would contend that most of those kids who are leaving the faith were kids that grew up in a Christian home, going to church probably every week, maybe even twice a week, but they were not discipled by their parents in their home in an intentional and strategic way. I would be willing to bet a lot of money that a lot of those kids are walking away from the faith because they have never been discipled by their parents. They might even have never been discipled by anybody. Then is it any real wonder that people are walking away from the faith? Most likely, they never even had faith. They're walking away from religion because they've never been discipled. They're not a disciple of Jesus. Therefore, why would they stay in Jesus' church? And so when we see these sad headlines of, of the youth and the college students leaving the faith and leaving the church, that is a non-discipleship issue. And so if we want 
the church to continue to grow and to thrive, and when we want our kids to know Jesus, then we have to disciple them. We have to disciple our kids. I mean, it's, it seems so basic and common sense, yet parents, you have probably bought into the lie that the church is the primary place where your kid is going to learn about Jesus. Now, don't get me wrong, the church is a supplemental resource, but it's meant to be a supplemental resource to your discipling efforts at home. You're supposed to be discipling your kids. If you listen to that passage in Deuteronomy, it didn't say anything about the church coming alongside you. It said, parents, teach them diligently. And the church obviously exists to support your efforts. We want to be another voice in the life of your kids, saying the same thing, pointing your kids to Jesus and encouraging you to keep going. We want to equip you and empower you to disciple your kids. But again, you are the main spiritual influence in the life of your kids. And grandparents, you are the number two spiritual influence in the life of your grandkids. And so if you have kids that have gone on to have kids, then you've got grandkids and you need to be intentional. You need to engage. You have time. You have resources. You probably have availability. And you've got a lifelong collection of wisdom to give to your grandkids and to encourage your kids to disciple their kids. And so that's the first thing I want to encourage you with today. Second is that disciple making flows out of the overflow of your love for God. We see that in Deuteronomy 6 as well when he says, To hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your mind, and all of your strength. And I heard a quote recently that said, True worship is born out of right treasure. And the reality is that we will worship the things that we treasure, the things that we love we will worship, we will serve, we will be obedient to. And so my question is, do you talk about God in your home as the one that you love, as the one that you treasure? And as you do, then it'll be natural to talk to your kids about Jesus. It'll be natural to share your faith with your grandkids. If the overflow of your heart is Jesus, then your kids and grandkids will see that love. They'll see that devotion. They'll see your worship. They'll see your obedience. And they will long to follow him as well. So talk about what you love. Love Jesus with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Be abiding in Christ and overflowing so that you have a natural modeling for your kids and your grandkids. Third, discipling your kids takes intentionality, consistency, and strategic focus. Again, that passage talks about teaching them diligently. That passage says talk about them. When you're sitting, when you're walking, when you lie down, when you rise, bind them on your head, on your hand, on your eyes, write them on the doorposts of your homes. The message is clear. It's all-inclusive. Disciple them everywhere all the time. Every moment of our day and our week is a teachable moment to point our kids or our grandkids towards Jesus in some way, shape, or form. You know, again, this past week I was at a discipleship conference in Nashville with some guys from the church. And one of the best moments of the week was when Pastor Adam, who was on the trip, got a phone call from his wife, Katie. And he gets a phone call and she said that their son, Jonathan, prayed to receive Christ and understood the gospel, confessed his sins, and wanted Jesus to be his Lord and Savior. Now, I don't know about you, but that is something worth celebrating and praising God that he has done a mighty work in Jonathan's little heart and mind, and Jonathan has confessed and followed, and now he's beginning his journey as a disciple of Christ, and Adam and Katie have a profound and beautiful opportunity to disciple him to know Jesus. 
And so as we're talking about discipleship, we're hearing about a little boy placing faith and trust in Christ. And it's a beautiful thing. And Adam and Katie are going to be intentional to diligently teach um, and to show and to have all these conversations. And so it takes time. I meet every single week with my son. We go out one-on-one. We go to a coffee shop. We open up God's word. We pray together. We talk about things. I challenge his thinking. But then throughout the course of the week, there's teachable moments in our home, in the car, at church. We're serving together. He's been on a mission trip with me. We're serving. We're doing all sorts of things together because that's what it is to disciple him. I'm showing him what it means to follow Jesus. And I'm very imperfect. I make lots of mistakes. I sin. And I have to sin, or I have to even ask my son for forgiveness because I sin against him. Or sometimes I sin against my wife in front of him, and I need to apologize to her and to him. So don't be fearful or insecure that you are a sinner so you can't disciple somebody. If that was the case, nobody would make disciples. We are all saints that still stumble into sin, and we need to remember the grace of God and continue to press forward with what we know is true, and that they need Jesus more than they need me and you to be perfect. And so create an environment of grace in your home. Create an environment of grace in your own heart and mind as you rehearse the gospel. And be intentional with your kids. Be intentional to fulfill the Great Commission. You've heard me say this before, but I'll say it again. The Great Commission, whether it's in the Old Testament or the New Testament, is not optional. It is a command from King Jesus to us. And so if we are going to identify as disciples of Jesus, we cannot neglect the making of disciples in our own life. If we are not disciple makers, we really have to evaluate how true are we actually as disciples. Because being a disciple means we make disciples. And again, that begins in your home, your kids, your grandkids, and then it flows out from there to other men or other women in the church. But my encouragement for you today is to disciple your kids and your grandkids. And if that happens to be where you're at, then focus on that. If you are a person without kids or without grandkids, then the call is still the same. Find someone to disciple, pour into them, be intentional, be strategic, be consistent. Now, again, if you um, are wanting resources and encouragement, I have written a blog post on my website that has some more encouragement and even has a 30-minute training video that I made specifically on family discipleship. And you can find that at displaythegospel.com, and you can find it in the latest blog post there. I'll also put the link here on the screen. Um, And if you'd like to talk about this, I would be happy to talk with anybody to encourage you, uh, to equip you, and to simply talk about your specific situation and see what I can do to encourage you to keep going. So church, there is a great commission before the great commission. Are you engaging in that mission from King Jesus? I hope you are, and I know that as a church, we desire to be a disciple-making church, And that means that we have to start in our homes. That means we have to start with our grandkids. And we also have to disciple those in our church and those in the community as we reach the lost. And so I pray that you will join me in this conviction that disciple making is central to everything we do because it's who we are and it's a part of who who Jesus has made us to be. So thank you for taking some time today to tune in. Uh, Let me pray for us and then we'll close our time. Heavenly Father, uh, I thank you for the wisdom that is found in your word. Thank you, God, that your word guides us and instructs us to see that disciple-making begins in our home. It begins with grandkids. It begins with our own kids. And it must be intentional. It must be all-consuming. It must be the thing that we focus on all the time because we are the primary spiritual influence 
of our kids and our grandkids. And so, Father, I pray that we would embrace that role and embrace that calling with confidence, knowing that you will not call us to something that you will not equip us to do. And you've given us your word, you've given us your spirit, you've given us the local church, and you've given us so many resources and access to so much encouragement. May we be found faithful to embrace what you've asked us to do. May we do it with great joy, knowing that at the end of the day, Lord, we hope to see more disciples magnify your great name and spread your fame around the world all to all nations, and that every tribe, tongue, and nation would confess that you are Lord. May we be faithful with our part today, in Jesus' name. Amen. Again, thank you for tuning in. If I can do anything to serve you or equip you, my email is on the screen, and I'd love to connect with you in some way. Have a great week, and be intentional. Talk to you soon.